global now. Bottle baby Gucci scrollers. Switch it up and I went global. Can't play around, I had to grow up. Take out my neck, hell of a glow up. Roman Talk, episode 8, and we going global. Said global. I'm D Morales, and this is Mr. Figueroa. What's good, D? Episode eight. Episode eight. Who woulda known? Who woulda known, man? It, it, it's like we look forward to doing this now. How can I not, man? Like we start every intro. This is the reason we keep looking forward to it. Sunday dinner. That's right. Let's get them shoutouts out. First, before I go on to the IG followers. I got I gotta I gotta shout out some dudes in my circle, man, that they they need to get love, man. Shout out to my boy D Roth. Advocates, advocate of the show. Always pushing the show, telling everybody about it. Shout out to my man Shmoney 90s on, on Instagram, my man Money Mel, aka Wizard Kelly, sneaker guard, and shout out to my OG. You won't have OGs that check you, your circle is not tight. We spoke about circle being tight in the last couple episodes. Shout out to my man T Hernandez, Mr. Hernandez, uh, big bro. Thank you so much. Now let's get into the IG followers. Let's get into the IG IG followers. First, first IG follow I want to shout out is at Paintbrush86, uh, David the Illustrator. Phenomenal, phenomenal artist. He's got some good stuff out there. Check him out. Uh, next, I want to shout out Miss Andrew Ruth. Thank you for the follow, sir. Uh, next up, at Straight16, and that's spelled S T R A underscore S I X T E N. These dudes are from Bushwick. Right. You gotta give them love. Neighborly love. Neighborly love. And what I love about this IG account is uh, it's for all you up and coming artists. Tag them, uh, hashtag Straight16, and they're gonna put your 16s. Spit a verse and it's going on there. Get in the pool. Every all these artists out there, get it out there. Uh, next up, I want to shout out the Haitian Sensation DJ. Sapase at DJ Winner. Uh, after him, I want to shout out uh, the MC out of Hartford, Connecticut, Logic Kill. He's known as the Whack MC's Nightmare. All right. All right. Maybe we'll feature him on the Turn Off the Radio segment in, in future episodes. But. Let's not even waste no time. Let's just get right into it, D. Yo, D. Let's go with the radar. Oh, there's a couple of things on the stove we're going to talk about, E. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, you know, you heard last time about Cardi B getting a divorce from Offset. Yeah, all that nonsense that uh, they broke up. She caught him cheating and all that bullshit. Well, the hood power couple is getting a divorce. Okay. And Offset said all he wants for Christmas is Cardi B's forgiveness. Really? Well, you know, he fucked up a little bit. Maybe he just needs to be back in the good graces and they can work shit out. You know, they're family. Or, or maybe the, 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 the reckless thing she was saying was true. <laughs> or maybe the divorce lawyer you know, on her side is strong. That His is money's true. longer than hers and, you know, makes I, sense. And, you know, I know you was telling me that. I was kind of, I guess, you know, when you look at it from... Just the outside in, you don't know the intricate details. You would think that Cardi would be the uh, the power part of that couple, but 
Well, you know, Offset is a mover. He's part of the Migos. He's right. been doing a lot of production. He's been doing a lot of projects with music. Right. He's been around for a while. Maybe the fruit is just coming out from the tree a little bit more, you and, know? And my man got Ric Flair in the video. He got Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> and they all been doing solo projects. Maybe it's yeah. just coming to fruition. It's but like the money's just, longer. You just hear about, you know, Cardi B so often. You forget about the dude in the background making all that money. So, yeah. You, you know, I, I feel like Cardi B promotes her music because she has to. You know what I mean? Right. And Offset is part of a, a you know talented group and they're involved in a lot of projects. Cardi, Cardi B has to sell her brand. Offset okay. is a brand. Right, you know, true. You don't push that. True, true. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully, hey, they're families. We don't like to see families break up. Fix it if you can, but if you can't, hey, move on amicably. That's all we hope. Hey, who are we to give advice on love, right? Shit, we ain't nobody <laughs> give advice on Next up, we're going to talk about Drake and Kanye beef. <laughs> yeah, man. Even I've seen that one. What's going I mean, on, D? You know, the two of them have been back and forth since the Kiki video. Right, right. It's been going on back and forth. You know, it's like some subliminal shit. Okay. Where they said Drake was talking about Kim Kardashian because the Kiki is her nickname. Oh, okay, okay. You know, they're supposed to be having alleged affair. We don't know any of this. But there's been some back and forth since the Pusha T, uh, Drake beef. Oh yeah, yeah, with the whole thing where they're airing out each other's dirty laundry. Well, you know, so for people sad. that that don't know and not are you know not involved or they're not keeping up, you know, it was it was some beef between Pusha T and Drake, and Pusha T outed Drake of having a, a son out of wedlock or whatnot. With like a porn star, secret, or something like that. with a porn Allegedly. star, a friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's no a French okay. porn star. And um, he said he wasn't ready. He didn't want nobody to know his business, which is understandable. Okay. But he has been coming at Kanye being like, yo, Kanye is a snake. I gave him that information. He knew he pushed it on a push of T. That's his man. Wow. And he used it against me and all them disses, whatnot. So there's bad blood, but it's spilling over. Now it's starting to get to the yes. point where they're threatening each other. I mean, come on, man. Drake need to knock it off. Not for none. I ain't hating on Drake, but... He's a clown. You you're gonna go at or whatever. You're gonna go at Kanye, but Pusha's straight up disrespecting you. I don't see you going at Pusha. I agree. The nigga's picking the soft spot. He's picking the soft dude. You know. Yeah, he's picking. I tell you spot. one thing though. Uh, he must have those TMZs as goons. I saw the video with <laughs> <laughs> Kanye came out of a building. Ran him down. He had like a goose down like quilt jacket down. or something. And he <laughs> ran with the like, bag. Yo. I thought he was hailing the cab like an old movie and shit. Like yo, I gotta go. But yeah. that whole thing. With all that, you know, Kanye say stop. He did say stop the tough talk. You know, like it's true. They're both nerds. Right. Honestly, I hate to say this, but I really want to see them two in a ring and just yo whatever the beef. Yo, fight it out. Get some gloves and just fight it out. What's good with Drake beefing up security because of Kanye? <laughs> I heard that he had two new security guards. But the uh, fact of the matter is, hey, how about them two fight the fair one? That's the it. Fair one. The fair one. You know what? Subscribe to Grown Man Talk. Check out that fair one episode. Do Connie the fair Drake. one. Get right. some referees. Put some gloves on some headgear. That's if it. If that's how you feel. That's it. You know, and just put your dick beaters up. And Yo, that's and, it. and just invite us so we can do the blow by blow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, hey, remember when we started this podcast, what we said we wanted to do, what our aim was. We wanted to give some advice. We wanted to talk from a grown man's perspective. That's right. We wanted to share love. We wanted to give love. Right. We wanted to hope... Awesome. People our age and younger, and just give them a platform. Right, some like, music. Put the link together. Link you us know, all like, up. Link us together. One right, family. Right, right. And you know, it seems as though 
as older folks, we sometimes forget the younger folks we were there. Right. So that's where I'm going now with this whole Ebro thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Ebro, Ebro has, you know, Ebro is a guy that I think the younger generation is frowning upon because for whatever reason it is, he has a platform. He's a bitter ass old head. He is, man. He is. I mean, I, I hate to say it. I don't. I hate to, to, to hate, man, but he's one of the main reasons. Like, and I would stop listening to the radio way before Ebro. But let me tell you something, man. Every now and then I catch a little clip on, on Instagram or something, and it's just like, Knock it off, dude. Like, you have a job because of these young men that continue rapping. I think people have called him out. I, You know, I don't... Yeah, Takashi You know, it's that, easy to throw stones and everything, yeah, yeah. and I don't know. I mean, you know, he has a platform. He is successful. We admit that. Right. And from our standpoint, you know, we're just looking at it's easy to criticize. But what we do know is what we see. Right. And a lot of these young people have come to his platform, and he's kind of looked at them and been like, I don't like... Like, he's... Without saying, he's saying, I don't like your music. I don't like your style. I don't like what you represent. He kind of, and, and, and he hasn't been able to, as a as a, a musical DJ, do right. his job. But he's not even a DJ. But he works for music. I, I don't know what he that, is. That's what kills me. So what is he? He's a guy that talks about music. So then, what is he? Let's let's clarify that. Yeah, I, I, I want to know who are you? What are you? Who are you exactly? I, mean, I know him as being... A, I thought my perception was he's a DJ. So I figured he what he was, he gave people a forum where they could bring their music and he could throw it out. I know it's all payola and shit is, right, right. is structured that way. He's supposed to... I mean, I don't know anything about the man other than, you know, I remember Tax Stone was going at him. He was... Yo, Tax Stone was on his heels. Yeah. Um, I, I know I, that, you know, a couple of guys had problems with the guy. He... uh. Fifty had problems. He, he seems said, to talk real tough. He I, said Fifty killed New York rap. Okay. He said that, but you know what he said in response? He said, "You killed it. You ain't never put air into it. You never put rap. You, you never. There's a, a ton of guys out there that are good. I never hear you playing them. But to be fair, I don't think Ebro chooses what gets played. That's true as well too. And I think that it's important that you know people know that that structure is built that way. It's not you know, but. He has to conform. People are putting, putting it's a the format, music out. It's a format, agreed, D. Agreed. Agreed. It's a seven-song format. Okay. Ten-song at the top. So I, 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 mean, I agree. And they get forced to play songs. Right. So sometimes it gets it gets too much play. It's like Takashi. Right. He may have not wanted all these other guys, these acts, where he didn't want to play them, but they got too hot. Right, and right. people asked for them, so he had to. But I feel like he alienated those young guys because they felt like, why are... You know, and we got guys like Trick Daddy that shot him up because of that Kodak Black interview oh yeah you was telling me something about it tell me more about it well I, I Kodak heard... Black went up there and they were talking music and he slid in some slick shit where he asked him a question about his court case we spoke about right. about the alleged rape and that he's going to court and he's fighting that and he's claiming innocent but innocent till proven guilty and he started to ask him that Kodak Black just maybe before the interview was like I don't want to go there but he sized, you know, like he yeah. suckered him into that question and he walked off. He didn't even know. He walked out of that studio. Well, maybe Ebro is feeling the pressure on his end and he's maybe uh, being looked at as being dated by the by his superiors. And maybe he's trying to change his format from hip hop to Jerry Springer. Well. And starting some shit with these young dudes. some shit in what you're saying because you know what? Maybe you're right. He ain't no DJ. Maybe he is TMZ radio. You know what I mean? Where he's trying to get influence because he came out with the Takashi. Yeah. He came out with a, with the NYPD memo. But to put it in short, a lot of people are coming out and saying one thing. Yo, 
you're supposed to be an OG. You're supposed to be not putting that dude on blast when you know he can't talk about it. Right. You're supposed to show him the respect as an OG and saying, look, on the side, talk to him outside of radio. Yo, I hope everything's good with that. Let's talk about music. Let's talk about Let's give love. Stop that sucker shit. And that's why we did this show. Right. Ebro, stop the shit. Stop the shit, man. You know, like you forget that you have a job because young men and women every day aspire to be OGs and put down bars and make music. So why don't you give an unbiased perspective? Put it out there. Help push it. Right. So that people can make their own decisions. I mean, have your own, have your own opinion, but don't slander them. And how how much how much do people really care about his opinion at this point? I, I mean, come on. Really. Really. <laughs> make I mean, your really, own opinion. I mean, really. Even even like uh, who's it? The Charlemagne kid. He's an opinionated motherfucker. Right. But he seems to stay. Somewhat unbiased. And sometimes, to be fair with Charlemagne, they put him in a spot where they ask him how he feels, and then he'll, or he'll make a comment. Right. And then the conversation starts. But that's his job. Right. He don't spin records. And he's he don't answering the question. Right. He's not just coming out and, hey, by the way, dirty laundry, dirty laundry, dirty laundry. And Come on, man. Keep that shit on Maury Povich. Let's keep the music to the music. The music to the music. And that concludes Grown Man Radar. Yo, E, do me a favor. Turn off that radio. Turn off the radio. Turn off that bullshit. Inspiration that came from black and Latino and young people. From the ghettos of the Bronx and Brooklyn and New York. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Turn off the radio, my new segment on Grown Man Talk. For those who are listening to this episode and listen to this podcast for the first time, this episode is uh, dedicated to all the... Uh, the up-and-coming artists that have these independent projects that uh, don't have the big budget, may not be getting that radio play, and they're just hungry lions and lionesses out there trying to get 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 their bars out. That being said, I want to shout out, not shout out, I want to shed light on an artist out of New Iberia, Louisiana. This gentleman's name is Shady Real. Um, he's got a project out called Real or Die. Uh, it's a seven-track album. Um, it's pretty good. I've listened to it. Uh, this guy's very talented. Uh, not only does he does does he do hip hop, he also does R and B. He can sing, you know. And that's that. You know, I don't knock these guys. You know, we came from a different era where it was a little frowned upon. But listen, I catch myself in some of these guys. They, they you know, I'm they, a fan. They, I listen to they R&B, got harmony. Man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm all uh, about harmony. You know, when you get a chance, check him out on Spotify. His name is Shady Real, and that's spelled S H A D I Real. He's got an album called Real or Die. Check him out. Next up, I want to go over to the DMV. For those who don't know what the DMV is, it is D.C., Maryland, Maryland Virginia. Virginia. And we got our boy. Um, and his name is D.A. Bozman. And it's spelled D-A-B-O-Z, man. And uh, he's got an album called The Eastern Conference. All right. Uh, he It's with his producer from New York. His name is Bobcat. These guys have a couple projects out. And... Um, what what's interesting about about the Boz man is that when you listen to him, he's been he's a lot of people say he sounds like pun, and you wanna know what he does? He does sound like pun, but don't do what they did to Action. You know when Action came out, pigeonhole. Right. He he had he sounded like Ghost, but he still has his own lane. Don't let the voice sway your opinion. The guy's bars are tight. I want to say something though, Ed. You know what? It's come to a time 
where, you know, it's not so frowned upon because of our age. But a lot of people didn't mess. Now, young generation don't know pun like we knew. Right, right. So that's fine. Do your shit no matter what anybody says you sound like. And you know what? I, I reason I like I like the boss man. This this guy right here, boss man, is for all you guys that are trapped in the nineties. All you guys that say oh, all I love is nineties hip hop. Well, guess what? This young man, that's his sound, and he he's proud to say I rap nineties. This is my lane. This is what I'm rapping about. So do yourself he's a favor, homage to right? The do 90s. yourself a favor. You saying there ain't no good hip hop out? Check him out. This guy's providing providing your genre out there. He's out there doing it for you. Um, check him out. He's also got an album I wanted to point out. It's coming out very soon. He's definitely going to let me know when it comes out. It's called Raise the Bar. All right? Now let's get into our album releases. Yo, E, what's good with the new releases? You are now about to witness the strength of hip hop. One, two, like this, hit it, get down to this fucking down, yeah. that old real shit, yes, yes, y'all, it can just stop, the making of a classic, new releases, alright, new releases, we got a lot of interesting stuff that just came out this week, um, first thing I want to go to is Vic Mensa, Vic Mensa, yeah, young you know, new generation, young guy. You know, um, I, I I caught some of it. It, it sounds a little alternative, you know. Uh, I don't want to say label him with like a kid cutish, but you know, it's, it's different, you know. And and I actually I was enjoying some of it. He's got an eight piece album out. Um, it's called Hooligans. I think I can get into something like that. Yeah, you know what? Um, Broad range, alternative. Right, he, listen, he's he's got he's I don't. It's only eight songs, but he's got a couple features on it. Right. Um, you know, I always love pointing out features. Uh, Who's on there? On there, we got a guy named Jesse that I've never heard of, but we do have Ty Dolla Sign, which we've all heard of. Um, he's got G Herbo. I want to see. That. I heard G Herbo. Isn't he yeah. from from uh, Shy or something like that? If I'm not mistaken, I'm not too sure. But he's got another guy named G Easy, and G Easy. I know. All right, we got it, but we got a name that I know. You know, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Got Charlie Wilson on Charlie. there. Charlie. Last name Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got Mr. Hudson. I don't know if a lot of you guys know Mr. Hudson. I like Mr. Hudson. Mr. Hudson's been on a few features with Kanye I like Mr. and, uh, sound, and yeah. Kanye. He's got a nice sound. Got an 80-ish sound. Uh, moving on. Pusha T. Pusha T put out a... Um, I'm not going to say soundtrack. It's more like a various artist project. Um, it's through, I guess, Pusha T's down with the uh, the uh, liquor. 1800. Tequila? Eighteen hundred tequila, mm -hmm. yeah. He's got an album out called Eighteen Hundred Seconds, curated by Pusha T, and this is an uh, eleven-track album. And what he, what he's not actually doing the rapping. He's got a bunch of of young guns, and, and, and young Gaddises on there. He's got a a, a gentleman named uh, Cartel Count up. Never heard of him, but he's got he's on there. Nita Jones, uh, Don Zop. Tyler Thomas, um, Ant White, Sam Austin, T. Got Bank, Mandalay's, Haas Irv, and uh, Trevor Lanier. I've never heard of these guys. Um, I'm actually gonna take the time to listen to because listen, we might this this might be the new budding star. So right, you know, we don't know. Yeah, Fire. we don't know. Um, next up, we got a, a familiar name, and that's Mr. O'Malley. Okay, O'Malley State Property. State Property, yeah. He mm -hmm. dropped a, an album. You know, O'Malley's a Philly, a Philly, uh, 
Philly guy, right? Philly guy. He was down with that whole state property, Beanie Siegel, Rock. Freeway, and all those dudes. Uh, he's got an album called Had to Hustle. It's uh, 13 tracks. Uh, his features consist of Chief Keef. Chief Keef. And uh, he's actually got Dave East on one of the tracks. Very nice. You know, right away, that makes me want to listen to it. You know, I, I, I enjoy Dave East bars. Uh, moving on, we got Mr. Meth. Meth. Meth is giving us M-E-T-H-O-D, meth. <laughs> meth uh, uh, has come out with a Meth Lab Part 2. Uh, I actually enjoyed Meth Lab 1. Well, it was called the Meth Lab. We didn't know it was going to be a Part 2. And on Meth Lab, it's got 22 tracks, D. Wow. A lot of tracks. Music he probably been wanting to release. Listen, he's got a lot of guys on here too, man. He's got The Guard. Raekwon definitely on there. He's got Snoop's on there. Noriega's on there. I mean, he's got so many guys on on this track list. I just could point out a couple that, you know, I, I can't say here. Noticeable names. Noticeable right. names. He's got Mr. Sheik Luch. And he's got his his guy, uh, Hands On. Hands On is a local Staten Island guy. I want to know, is Red on that, though? Um, I didn't see Red on it. Really? Really. Well, you know, sometimes, listen, they, they want to do their own thing. And it's not. And that's, one joint with Red? Not one? I didn't see it. You know, the, the, the track list is 22. There's just so much on it. I, I didn't notice and it. In the 22 public. joints, you can't have Red on one. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you know, they're like Abbott and Costello. I don't know. Like, you know, maybe they're taking a little, maybe taking a little break. Hiatus. Right. <laughs> a little break. Okay, right. Um, Next up, and the last guy I want to finish off with is, uh, no, actually, my next up is Kodak Black. Yes. Kodak Black, the man who was speaking about in the radar. We were talking about him earlier. Right? That's right. He put out an album called Dying to Live. I started to listen to some of it. I, I can't like believe Kodak, at 45 man. years old, I'm kind of digging the Kodak Black. I like Kodak, man. Yeah, man. He's, he's got a sound. I feel like, the you know, he's part of that new age, you know, he's cemented with his own sound. Only. He's a 21-year-old man. Wow. God bless. God bless him. He's I made, know he's, you know, a lot, his music is 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 well-liked and he's getting a lot of flack for some other shit. Now, yeah, who cares that about that, man? Let's but we want him to music. be around right. and for his music to be around. Right, right. On his album, he's got 16 tracks. And as far as noticeable features, he's got offsetting Travis Scott on one feature. Okay. Um, he's got a little pump, man. We've seen a lot of this little pump guy. All right, a little pump. Hey, you know what? His career's flourishing. God bless him. God bless him. Um, last guy I do want to finish with is Conway. And man, I'm telling you, these Buffalo dudes are making noise. Conway's part part of that whole Benny the Butcher, uh, West Side Gun wave. They're out of Buffalo. Um, that's New York, man. That's New, New York. York. He's got an album called Everything is Food. <laughs> Eat what you kill. <laughs> you know, I enjoy these guys because uh, they remind me of like the locks, like like young, hungry street dudes. You know what I'm saying? They spit that street shit. And, you know, I Rough do, rider type. You yeah, know, you know. They, 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 spitting. They're keeping that torch alive, you know? Right. Um, and spitting for the hood. He put out a 10-piece album, and the only feature he's got in there is Benny the Butcher. Right. Keeping the family. Keeping the family. Keeping the family. But uh, that's all I saw that came out this week. Remember, like I said, I'm 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 making that music known. It's your job to go out there, press play, download, subscribe, listen to it. Until next time. Now it's time for that segment, Mr. Figueroa loves Top Shelf Talk with D Morales. you got for us this week on Top Shelf Talk? Yo, E, you know how you bring us all them great 
album reviews. Absolutely. Well, sometimes you need to just chill and have no music and just sit back with your lady and watch a flick. Absolutely. Watch a flick by yourself. So I got some ideas. Okay. We got some reviews or some revisits or things that movies we like. Yeah, I like that. I like where that's going, D. I you like know. where that's going. I, you know I'm a cinema buff. I know you. You know, I know I know we like to sit back and watch movies sometimes. That's right. Laugh, you know, watch dramas, whatever. But these are good movies. These are some old classics. Right. Let me ask you a question. Are these grown man movies you can watch with the bros? These are grown man bro movies. Okay, that's I'm that's what I want to hear. All right. These are grown man bro movies, you know? With all the shopping and the season and everything, you know, sometimes you just need a break and you need to chill back, fall back, and just watch something and just At relax, the crib, marinate. Few beers, put play a little dominoes. Up, pick, you know, put your, pick your feet up and right, just watch right. something okay. and just eat of a different time. All right, what's what's your choices, Mister D. Morales? You know what? I wanted to just focus on a time, a different time before even our time. Okay, I like that. I like where that's going. Well, you know. Known as the black exploitation, but I, I like to call it give the respect due black cinema. Okay. I wanted to talk about three movies in particular. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, favorites. What you got? I wanted to start with. We wanted to do the Mac. Oh, classic, yeah. super classic. Superfly. Oh, come on, man. And Black Caesar. Probably, probably for me one of the, in my top five because I'm big on I'm big on black exploitation, black cinema. I, you know, these are three movies that I watch. And you know, like how the newer generation, we know the movies, them gangster movies like Belly and all these other. Right, things, right. Like, that's there. That's there. You know, even even for us, like the the straight out of Con- I'm not. Excuse me. Uh, Ice man, I can't believe I can't. Remember New Jack you. City and New all Jack the other. City, right, right. You know all those other movies that we you know, all those movies that we identify with. These were before our time. Boys from the hood. Boys from the hood. Right, so Menace society. Right, right. That's what I'm trying. To we identified with those movies, and I just wanted to say. These are movies that we watched, and even though they were before our time and the style wasn't the same, these dudes was gangster. Oh, I, 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 those three movies right there, probably, I, I love those movies. I love what they stood for. I love what they, the, the symbolisms they gave us. You know, if you look past the, um, the, the bad acting, the uh, low budget, <laughs> right. and just look at. Look at what was going on, on that screen and the time it was going on, on the screen. A lot the of time these, period. I, I can't. You know, I won't say that Superfly, Superfly and um, Black Caesar was shot in New York. Right. I'm not sure about the Mac. No, the Mac is West Coast, man. West Coast. That's Bay. Uh, right, Bay Area. That's that pimping. That's right. about pimping. That's right. the that's the Bay that's Area. Pimping. Yeah. So what I wanted to say on those movies, they were black movies, and they were done in the urban areas, and they were black made. Right. Before they were, you know, talk. I mean, these you had actors. And they were working in the hood, right? You know, and they were they were given a story. They, you know, a lot of people a lot of people don't know, but at that time, they were giving up a lot of shit that people didn't want to talk about: yeah. prostitution, drugs. They yeah. were putting on. They were putting. Those were all tab- taboo subjects. Don't talk about it, like yeah. Donald Goins, you know, and all those things. They right. didn't want people to write talk about that. So let's start with Superfly. Okay. You know, Superfly was a story about priests. Priest. He was he was a guy. You know, much like a lot of guys are conflicted in the street. Selling drugs, making money, and he wanted to make that last score to get out of the business. Right. But like you know, people that are involved so deep, it's hard for them to get out. Yeah, man. And, so and, and he was yeah, Superfly. That's probably, that's probably my favorite yeah. one. You know, we we always have to be I like, mean, super, you know, Superfly was cold. Yeah. You know, Superfly was that dude that remember this was a time where 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 
You didn't tell cops and and, 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 and white people, fuck you, this, that, and the third. You know, we, we were so amazed that we saw a guy in a brand new car, living good, you know, making money, doing all those things. And was Looking like, pretty as hell. Holy shit. Money, everything. And, you know? And it, you know, and smart. And they had a plan. And, and at that time, they utilized the streets. to. He was trying to get out. We don't want to give up the story. But all we want to say, it was a great movie to nah, watch. It was good. It was good. You know, it was a good movie to watch. And the main thing we want to add, because we love music, is the scores in these movies. Oh, that movie had Superfly. Curtis Superfly Mayfield. had Curtis Mayfield's score. And it was one of his best works. I, I, I want to say that, that's, that's, that soundtrack won a, a Grammy or, 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 or actually won an Academy Award or something like that for best soundtrack. I know it got some right. type of Definitely. big award. Curtis Mayfield, one of the... The forefathers in music, right? And you know, he just—I mean, another musical went genius. On. Yeah. Another and then genius. now we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about another movie. We're gonna talk about the Mac. Oh. And that's the story about probably one of the most quoted hip hop, yeah. uh, in hip hop album. You know that. Movie, Listen movie here, pretty Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <me. laughs> uh, yeah. the Mac is a story about Goldie, right. and Goldie, you know, was a pimp, you right. know, and light skinned brother, and he was pimping. And it was something that was frowned upon always, but Richard Pryor's in that movie, and it it just That's shows right. you Richard. It shows you the 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 whole lifestyle of that prostitution, that yeah. pimping, and how he was moving forward. But it also showed the negatives and how people foresaw that and everything yeah. at that time. It was you know it was something they glorified, but they also show you the negatives. And yeah. it was a great movie. It was a good for me. It was a good movie. And, and you know you know they uh, you see I watch a lot of documentaries about crime and and I've seen a few on pimping. And I tell you man, a lot of people co-signed that movie and said a lot of that stuff was actual dead on. Right. It was you know they wasn't giving you no bullshit because there wasn't no people from the hood that was gonna watch the bullshit. It's not like now they're going and you know they they glorify this was. Shit that people go in the movie theater and, and want to see people like themselves. And even though they were doing crime, they were trying to better their lives one way or the other. We're not... We're right, not, right, know. right. It was entertaining, man. It I was mean, entertaining. Some, some of the best one-liners came out of One-liners, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and stick yourself, Tony ass. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Richard, Richard Pryor was a G in that movie. He was a G, yeah. So now we're going to move on to... One of my other favorites, which was Black Caesar. Black Caesar was great. You know, it was a good movie. Yeah, Black you Caesar. Know? Black Caesar. Mr. Gibbs. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs. God, that's where he got his name from. Yeah, yeah, Tommy know. Gibbs. Tommy Gibbs in the movie. Tommy Gibbs. Um, yeah, man, that that was a good one. I I even love the sequel. Uh, listen, the man the man played football. No, he did. You know, um, you know, I, I Fred Williamson. Right, right. He was a played football, football player. Um, he, he was very. He was, you know. It's funny because in that movie at that time when they shot the movie, um, there was a lot of uproar because the ending. But we're not gonna give that up to you. But it was great. It showed him in Harlem, how he you know he started came from the, up. He yeah. came up and he started up, and it was a great movie. And now we wanted to add to that, which was interesting, that the score on that was James Brown. That's right. And you know James Brown from me and Mister Mister Soul. And he did the sequel too. And he did right and Hell Up in Harlem, and he did. The score on that, and you heard James Brown doing ballads. Yeah, as you know, Mama's Dead and everything else. It yeah, was I think a great the, album. The payback was on big that. payback, right? That's right. Take my money. And it was you know? what, what was great about that movie was they showed they, it, it was it's funny because you know when you, what was that mafia movie? Well, was it was it uh, Goodfellas where you guys go get your fucking shine box? Right. 
That was sim- right because you know that was how he started. Uh, Black CZ was shining shoes limp, for the mafia. He had a limp in the movie, and it was um, it, it showed you how he got that. Limp, yeah, you yeah. Know? With the shine box, it was a very, very well made movie. These, these, right. were, these were the movies that that um, brought so much notoriety to the black and Latino community that Hollywood had no choice but to make movies like Shaft. They did, and they, you know, but they got involved, and some people say, you know, it changed the game. But we wanted to say that these were movies. These were the grassroots movies. These are the grassroots movies that were made on small budgets, right? And they showed urban life, and you had black actors, Hispanic actors, and there was, you know, yeah, and it was good. It was pretty good acting, but it was great music too. Story, great music. Yeah, it was like a video. I mean, seriously, two hours. <laughs> Superfly. When they the scene where they're at the bar after after you know they they made their drug deals, they're in you this small little bar, and I'm you your got pusher. and you got Curtis Mayfield in the back, right there, two feet away from Priest while they're having a conversation, yeah. saying, "I'm a pusher." I'm your pusher. I mean, and these were, you talk about lyrics. Yeah, I mean, he's, I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. I'm, I'm that nigga in the alley. I'm the doctor I'm when you friend, need some coke really? and some weed. I mean, I'm your push. You, we listen to the, the, those words and songs now, and it's like, ah, it's nothing. But they, they were, think they of were, the time. The time. They weren't home holding back. No, and man. We hope that, you know, you young guys would watch these movies and appreciate and have them. an open mind and just see, look, this was a different time, but, you know, you, you'd, you'd enjoy that movie. Because they were before our time, and I tell you, you know, yo. You young guys you out there, you're you gonna laugh because we laugh. We, we laugh. Laughed. Enjoy the movie, man. Enjoy These the movie. Great movie. Watch. And we hope you enjoy that. Top Shelf Talk. D Morales. Yo, D, it's that time. Time to drop that jewel, E. You know, grown man talk wouldn't be grown man talk. We ain't drop them jewels. If I'm getting too deep, I'll give you a minute to take it in. My jewels radiance like a view of the cameras and so killers be cool. Pips read rules when a grown man is rapping in Hill Street Blues. Yo, D, we already know there's a thin line between sports and hate. That we know. But how thin is the line between love and hate? Wow. That's a good question, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's the constant... Battle between love and hate. Yeah, it's 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 tough, you know. Certified people that you love and you think are in your corner, and sometimes it's just not the case. Ed. It is. It's so true. I mean, in anything you do, it's like it seems to me that strangers show more love than family. It's wrong. Shit is backwards. It's crazy, right? It's, it's crazy. Backwards. You know, you always hear those stories of, yo, this dude when he was nobody, you know, now he got put on and he don't wanna he don't wanna uh look out for the hood or or look out for us or, or throw us a, a helping hand. But man, lately all I hear about stories is yo, when I wanted to be on, nobody would even hit the like button. This is true. No one would share the story. No one even try to say how I'm doing. You know? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, Ed, and I wanted to say this. I'm not on social media. I've never been on social right. media. But I hear, you know, and I talk. We talk. We talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like on social media, it's like a platform of bullshit. Okay. Where you have people that are your friends. I'm talking about in particular. Right. People you know your whole life and 
they won't support you in the way that they should. They won't, you know, I hear these things where they won't comment on certain things, but you it's, give them it, the love. D is sad. It's, it's, they won't it's, support you in yeah, the way that they should. And it's just 100% true. I mean, you got guys, I like, for instance, uh, us, we get more love and support from people we've never met and than people that we personally know. And that shit is backwards. That is right. It's I mean, backwards because I think the people you know should be the people that are your strongest advocates. And that shit is not happening. Yeah, man. And it's not just this. It's, you know, we, we speak to other people and it's, and they'll tell you, man, you, you get more support from strangers than, 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 than frenemies. I, I guess you call them frenemies. frenemies. They want to know what you want. Well, why? I, I really want to know why. What, what's so, so sad and disturbing why why don't you want to see somebody win? Because I think it's fear. I think the line is so thin. <laughs> really? It's like I love you, but I don't want to see you get past me. <laughs> and they can't really function by by seeing you move past them. All right, but what if you ain't even in the race? Why can't you just pass me a cup of Gatorade when I'm running by? That's that should be what's happening. I mean, but that's like, not, come on. You know, and I think and I don't know. That's the shit. I'm you know, maybe I'm afraid of the social media shit. But, but it's I, even outside of social media. But for me, I think, you know, on my phone, people, you know, we, we text or whatnot. But right. on social media, I think there's an ability where it's easy. It's so easy to it, show someone that you care about them. And let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm a prime example of how easy it is to show love. I actually enjoy showing love. Yeah, I, I don't you, get it. You know, it, it takes time for people to like... I'm not talking about... These, these 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 people that that take a picture of their plate of food or yeah that's or, or, or you know uh, this and that I'm talking about this attention seekers you there's people out there that actually have like I'll take artists out there they they take the time to take nice pictures of their art where they draw um, hip hop you got guys out there that take time to write these sixteens they put them out you know and it, it just amazes me. I want to say show love, man. I agree, but I said, you know, when you got to be, you know, you have to be realistic, right? And when right. you look at the re- the realistic the what actually is going on, well, say for instance you got 500 people on your page. Right. And you and you you can't even get 20 comments or whatever the fuck yeah. or 20 listens or whatever the right. fuck. What does that mean? That means that these fucking people they're stalking you. Right. They just want to see they just want to see what you're doing or see you fail or see your shit. <laughs> oh man. And it's, and it's just, sad because it's sad it is. You know, in a way it's like these are the people you know and they could be family right. for, for as as long as we're concerned. We don't know. Right, right, right. But the love is not there, wow. the right. What was it Radio Raheem said? Like love and hate. Love and hate, right? The what was the 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 right was the love and the left was the hate. The the, the <laughs> left was the hate and right was the love. Right. And at the end, right TKO's love. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, the right, which was love, TKO's hate. I don't know. Wins every time, man. I, I don't know, man. Maybe that was a different weight class because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seems like that hate is. It seems like that hate is. Seems like that that has jab it in the sleep that, hole. That jab is strong, bro. It has love in the sleep hole right now. Yeah, man. I mean, like I, I, I see guys. I even see other other guys that are, whatever their their, their niche is as far as if they're hip hop artists or they're regular artists, um, they're uh, physical fitness gurus. You know, there's a lot of people out there that use social media to to put their product out there. 
And, you know, it, it saddens me when, when someone who you look at and they'll have thousands of people who follow them. And then you go, you take the time, you hit a like, or you be like, hey, I appreciate, you know, what you're doing. And you look and they have like 10 people. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense It at makes all. no sense. And I think that what why we're having this conversation is just to say this, the moral. Know what, know what, you, what, what these people represent to you. Right. That this is not what you depend on. Right. It's a forum for you to just stay in touch or whatever. But don't depend on these people. Because that hate element, if you allow that shit to seep in, it's, it's going to overpower what it is you're trying to succeed. But I think that's what it is. I think sometimes it's power. It's um, in this day and age for you to become successful as far as in the world of media, you have to have a following. You have right to or wrong. You have to, you know, advertisement companies or products aren't really going to want to fuck with you. How many followers you got? How many people did that in the third? And if it, it's almost like the person doesn't want to give you that power of, I'm not going to follow you because I don't want you to be one of those guys that's successful and have too many people. I want to see you fail. And, I does, see that, you does that sound right? right. Maybe they're, they're <laughs> doing the same shit and they're not succeeding and they want to see you at that level. And they can't even see that maybe if they help you succeed, maybe you could bring them up to Right. They man. don't even see that far. But it's that crab in a bucket syndrome. Crab in a bucket. And we're never going to get far if we always have that mentality. Right. But we can't uplift each other and push each other up and it's that simple and it's but i want to say to people don't change who you are no because those people are not giving in return what you're giving to them always keep in mind that you have to have you know self-worth belief vision but be yourself right don't stop you want to know what just like all the old hip-hop artists sometimes you gotta leave home and go find a bunch of strangers to show you support It's no uh, fact. Hey, they go look. Even basketball players, they go overseas. I always say they go find strangers and they fuck appreciate. That n- n- uh, no new friend movement. Yeah, we need new people in our life to move on. That's why we're putting on this earth. Meet new people, new right. experiences, and to meet other people. That that you know, there's a lot of good people out there that can help you and push your dreams and success along. And you got to embrace those people too, That's not right, the people man. you know. That's right. You know, man. you got to listen. Love always power overpowers hate, and it. It, it's, I don't know, it's effortless to show love. Why it's is like, it so hard to do? That shit bothers me. Hate takes energy. Hate is fucked up. Hate takes a lot of energy. Hate is like, it'll leave, you know, I don't know how people live with themselves, but hate is the type of thing, if you even think, me, myself, if I felt like, damn, that shit didn't feel right, I can't live with myself. I gotta be like, that was, I, I gotta explain myself. And it, it shows what kind of human being you are. That shit I'm not seeing one around the world with a smile on your face. Right. You know, being being oblivious and, and retarded. Until you just, make it. <laughs> and, and, and smiling just to smile. I'm talking right. about it don't cost a thing to show love, man. Don't be afraid. You know, I think sometimes people are afraid to show love. Because it might show weakness. Right. But damn, that, you know, is hate the better alternative? I, I Choose know. hate. I don't know, mate. But you know, so also gotta think, D, sometimes people are raised. With hate. And that's all know they better. know. But then we need to learn better. So the rest of us need to melt them down with some love. That's it. Love. Show love. Love is the way. Uh, <laughs> love is the way. So we believe in the right's going to be able to knock out the left. Love always overpowers hate every time. Love TKO. Love TKO. <laughs> Till next time. Grown Man Jules. Yo, E.
Hit us some with that album review. This episode's album review, Little Baby, Street Gossip. Bottle baby Gucci scroll up. Switch it up and I went global. Can't play around, I had to grow up. Check out my neck, hell of a glow up. When you wrist like this, you don't check the forecast, every day it's gonna rain. Yeah, made a brick do a brick, ain't whip up shit, this pure cocaine. Crush it live, baby girl, I'm a player Connect the dodge, then I plug up the scale If we get caught, they gon' give me the chill Fuck the law, make them earn what they pay I got six watches, I'm ahead of time I'm going all out, if it's about mine I'm getting my shine on, I been on my grind Feel like I'm different, I'm one of a kind Dripping souls like I'm chilly Said that we came to the floor when it's chilly I got big, big booty bras at the telly and end up from the star who was ready I was at the bottom, literally I was bossed in Then I took off, ain't had no other option I was too calm, now a nigga just pop shit I was in Japan, buying drip and blowing in Pulled up, sippin' on drink Told him that I quit, but I can't I just ran through a whole paint Got a whole nother M in the bank this week Hope a nigga don't think I'm sweet Little homie graduate, buy him new Jeep Everything mine, don't rent it, I keep All kind of car, nigga, check on my feet I got that dope up a summer Drop top winter, spring, fall or summer Young niggas ballin' like we hit the number I done got the ball, I fuckin' cannot fumble Still duckin' the laws, I gotta keep on runnin' I be rockin' new shit, I got every color This shit ain't enough, I need another comer I don't need no friends, I just wanna win I got this new Benz, and that's all I need She listen to her friends, they wanna get in She don't understand that they'll slob on me If I let them Baby you been going crazy, who said you ain't make it? I keep something to say, the dope was round the nation I won't stop for none, I'm chasing out the paper Talking like I'm basic, really that's some hate shit See I'm out in public, why don't never say shit? We turn a session apartment to a condo We got them hoes running in and out We got them bad running in and out Plug on the way, we ain't seen no drought Adidas the perk, we ain't running out Play with me, you gon' get chest tied Free the bro down the road doing real time All the homies, they call it the red line He gon' only pull up when he six times Would've never started rapping if I knew this shit had came with this I'm on top of all these niggas, I can see when all these angels piss The way my nigga crossed me up, I thought his name was Chris Don't wanna fuck around and kill my dog, they gon' do me like I'm Vic They gon' really hate me if I sign a deal I'ma go by Ray Crash on purpose, blame it on the pills When the Joe be sliding, it look like he be headed to second base I see the hate, it look like makeup, it's all on they face Alright, let me tell you something uh, Shout out to my boy D. Roth uh, shout out to all my young guns that that forced me, that that that, that twisted my arm and said, "Force fed you that." That feel like yo, you gotta listen, little baby E. And you wanna know what? I'm happy, man, because I tell you, I have not stopped playing this album. Yeah, you know what, Ed? This was this was like something that, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes old ears don't listen, but this yo. shit. It resonated. I like the shit. Listen, I man. I fucks with little baby. I, I fucks with little baby. And let me tell you, it was, it was it was thirteen tracks, which I like. I like short. I like. I don't want too much. You know, we're trying to keep that diet thin. You know. You know what I mean. But yo, let's start the first track. Global. We going global. We going global. That's gonna be our theme song. We when, going global. When we take this podcast to Germany one day. Um, but uh, listen. I, you know, some people are like, ah, he's a mumble rapper. I'm gonna dis disagree. I don't, I don't. I, I caught the I bars. I don't call him a, a mumble rapper. No, I caught the bars, and you want to know what? He didn't have the cadence. The to me, the mumble rappers have this like cadence, something like a military cadence. Um, his was more of a harmony. 
Like, he was harmonizing, right? Right, like hum, it, like he was he was coming through. You felt, the and flow. I don't mean like 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 a Drake harmonizer. No, no, I mean no, like no. to me, he was like a like a greasy Atlanta Nate dog. You know, yes, I could see that. You know what I mean? But global, that's all global. Enjoyed that track. Mm. Uh, it was the, it was the song you heard when we started this episode, and you also heard in our album mix. Next up, we had Pure Cocaine. I enjoyed. That I enjoyed song. that song. You know, too. When, when when I listened to Little Baby, some of it was reminiscent to me. It was like me transitioning into listening to Future. Right. I felt like he had that harmonizing that rhythm. Yeah, it man. wasn't mumble, but people in the beginning were like, "Oh, what, what does he say?" You know, like you had to listen to it. It was harmonized. Yeah, I like a couple of Future tracks. I, I Future, I got turned on the Future when I finally decided to listen to Dirty Sprite too. But maybe we'll revisit that one day. Mm-hmm. Um, next up was track three, Crush a Lot. Crush a lot, <laughs> man. I, I I don't know where to begin because these songs are just it, it. It almost felt like it was one long song, but not in the sense where they were boring and repetitive. It was just like it's like those albums that are um you have to listen to them in the order that they were placed on the track list. Mm-hmm. You know, they just flowed right into each other. And and you know, Ed, if you let me, allow me, it's yeah. some of the, some of the stuff it was like. Even though it's a young dude, right. it was like it let me feel like that that yeah. pop or like it's just swag. It was something like you felt it. You and know I think, what I mean? And I think the reason why, because I felt content. the same way, was the content, but more the voice. The voice, right. He sounds like an older dude. He sounds like he's mature. In right, his voice, right, right, right. And his so it was it lyricism. Was, you know, and, and, and listen, the lyrics aren't Ray Kwan and, and Nas, but Mm-hmm. They're good enough to enjoy the songs, man. You enjoy the songs. I enjoy. I enjoy the stuff he was and talking his about. His sound. His sound. Yes, his sound. He stands out. Um, after that, we had time featuring Meek Mill. Meek Mill. I know that's your joint. I love that joint. That was I a good joint. Yeah, you know. You know, and that was that was a. It, it sounded like when they made that track, um, they knew Meek was obviously going to be on it, and it kind of sounded like a Meek sound, like it was tailor made for Meek. And I feel like little baby. Kind of had a meek flow with right. speed wise. Kind of like what Game up. does right, when right, he rhymes right. with other people, right, right? Right, exactly. But I tell you, man, I, I guess people might have thought Meek was gonna outshine Baby, but uh, Baby didn't let the heat go. I felt Baby outshine Meek on that track. And you I know, say Meek's tracks were bad; they right, weren't right. bad. But uh, for me, you know, he was he, he did his thing. Well, maybe the OG was relinquishing and letting the young guy true, shine. True, that we don't you know? know what the mindset was. Next up was. Uh, what was one of the, <laughs> one of my favorites? Probably my favorite song. It's called "Ready" featuring Gunner. Gunner, I love this song. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I've been. I mean, at work, I drive the young guys crazy because I run around and I keep saying "dripping sauce" like it's chili. I, I don't know why I love that <laughs> that, that, that line, know. but it, it it stuck with me. It, I, Right, I've been listening to that to you say that all weekend. Yeah, I'm like, man, yeah, that's I that, feel you. That's one of my my quotables from now on. Uh, moving on, we have Word on the Street. Word on the Street. I, I like the tempo of the song. I I, I like what he was saying. Um, I really enjoyed that track. I mean, uh, moving on, we had This Week. This, I I, I got to correct myself. This was my favorite song. This Week. The, 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 the bars. Why was that, Ed? Why would you? It was just you? the way his flow was. I want to say it was more of his flow than anything. It was it was a little more fast-paced. It was it was a little bit more lyrical than the other songs. I felt like it was a little bit more lyrical on that. Right, thing. right. Like he had something to right, say, right, right. you know, and um, just the he let it loose a little bit. The more energy like, on right, the right, song, right. right? It was just like it was like 
Now, I'm going to say mama said knock you out, but it was just like he right, came. Right. You could see him getting in the booth. He wanted to get it off his chest. And the beat, the beat choices, man. He was feeling something in that, in that right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, then next we have the Anyway featuring 2 Chains and Gucci Mane. I like that joint too. I like that joint too, man. I, I like I like uh, what uh, Chains, how he started, when he said something like, uh, I fuck with little baby, no infant. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And I, it was a, good, a feel good, like the, the way they came together. It was like a good old school posse cut. Yeah, and they all did their thing. Yeah, like even Gucci, Gucci, man. Yeah, man. Gu this is the reason I downloaded uh, uh, Gucci's latest piece. And I, I you know, haven't got a chance to listen to it, but it was because of this feature. I said, you know what, let me, you know, I've listened to Gucci in the past. And it wasn't for me. And I was like, you know what? Maybe. That's why we do revisits. Sometimes we re-listen to shit. Sometimes we miss stuff. And we like, yo, wait a minute. Right. I like that now. It's like anything. Right, you, right. Know? you might have a different opinion. And then uh, next we have No Friends with Rallo Rodriguez. Another banger. Rallo, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I, I'm going to tell you right now. It was banger after banger. Next up after that, we had the joint with Young Thug. I don't know. I got to get my brain examined. I enjoy Young Thug on this, too. I like Young Thug. I'm, I always like Young Thug. Man. I know, I've been I, telling you, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I got to keep it open mind because, uh, what do you call him, Thugger? Thugger? What's his nickname? Young Thug? Yeah, I, I'm messing with I'm messing with him, man. Um, Next up, we had Chastise. Chastise, if I had to pick a weak track on the whole album, it would have to be Chastise. I wasn't, it was all right, but it wasn't. It, it, it kind of messed up the energy with the uh, previous 11. And then um, we finish off with the perfect outro song. It was kind of like what I said about Styles P's uh, album, Dimebag. How he had that song in the right place to end the, end the album. Dreams to Reality featuring an artist named No Cap. I think, I think it, it... It was... It, the production was good. Yeah. The placement of the records... I think the piece off from start to finish was good and solid. Yeah. He did a good job. Yeah, I mean, I listen, little baby, um, after listening to this album, I actually gotta do my homework and I'm gonna you know, I, I don't believe this is his first album. I believe he's had a couple pieces out already. So um I'm gonna have to do go go in the crates, go on the interwebs and search out some more of his music. Um I'm definitely co signing this album. A double cosign on that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this, 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 and listen, there's been a lot of great albums this year. I mean, really good albums. But when we're talking about entertainment value. Oh, yeah. I think this was probably the, one of the most entertaining albums for me. Very too. entertaining. I want to see more from this young man. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Like, when I see, talent. when next time I see this guy in the new release, new releases, I, I see myself getting excited. He's a talent. He's a talent. You know, this is this is this is why when they say one era was better than the other, these are the reasons you got to disagree. I you know, it could be just part of making a, a, the decade better. You know, yeah, man. Yeah, every, every, everybody's got their lane and their wave, and I think little baby is, is on the forefront of this wave, man. And uh, like we said, we're definitely co-signing this one. And that concludes this episode's album review. See you episode nine. That's it for episode eight. Yo, E, what you got for us next episode? Uh, next episode, it's time, D. Long overdue. We're going to do an album revisit. You know, um, we're going to revisit a classic piece of hip-hop that I've always felt never got its just due. Um, an amazing lyricist who doesn't get enough recognition, and that's Cormega. We're going to uh, review his, uh, excuse me, revisit his freshman album, The Realness. Um, 
that being said we'd like to take the time out to thank you guys again uh, for listening subscribing being part of our journey uh, me and D you have no idea what it means to us we're so honored and grateful you know this broke a record we, we had more listeners right this last episode episode 7 was uh, I mean you know we don't want to divulge the analytics but uh, people are listening and yeah we, you know we're really most, humbled most plays ever yeah and we appreciate that just keep listening we'll keep being here as long as you tell a friend to tell a friend um grown man talk we out look at my life 